podcast. Today I'm joined with Bella. Bella, hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good, and you? I'm good, thank you, good, good. This podcast has been a long time coming, hasn't it? Oh, stop. <laughs> I think we first talked about doing it about two years ago. I know, like during COVID, that's absolutely crazy. That's mad. Um... Um, yeah, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, of course. Um, my name's Isabel, I am 24 even though I feel like those two years in COVID um, have robbed everyone. Um, <laughs> I'm really 22. I'm from Kerry, but I live in Dublin the past few years. Yeah. Um, I am an air hostess and yeah, I love the gym and everything fitness and wellness. And yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's me. Yeah, you definitely look like you're living your best life online anyway. <laughs> with oh. All your traveling. <laughs> oh, thank you. I mean, yeah, like, I do love traveling and I put up all the the fun parts of life, but I don't put up the I don't think anyone puts up the kind of bad parts. But no. yeah, I guess I do try to live life to the fullest and do I all love- these last minute things. But that's like me. I'm really spontaneous. It's like, do you want to go to Africa tomorrow? I'll go. Oh, stop! <laughs> Are you like that as well? Yeah, I'm that friend. Oh, oh I love that though. Do you um, see that TikTok where they're like? Um, you know, it's like when people are like, do you want to go here? And then it's like, okay, well, okay, then let's go. And they're like yeah. in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's me. Yeah, that's brilliant. No, but it's interesting that you said that and you're like, nobody ever puts up the bad and stuff like that. Would you say like, in your honest opinion, that you're truly content right now in your life or how um, are you feeling? I would say like in a lot of parts I am, but like then there's some parts where I'm not. I would say there's more parts where I am because like I've like, done work on myself I've you know worked hard at things but like I feel like there's still always going to be like parts where you're not fully content but like I feel like that can be healthy too yeah of course you know totally agree yeah 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 no because life is life isn't linear like it's not supposed to be linear either I don't think like you're never going to get through a life where something's not going to knock on your doorstep and a circumstance isn't going to hit you that's going to be out of your control exactly and like I think when I was younger, I literally did think it was linear, and like that's like that's like a big contribution to unhappiness. You know, when you think everything just goes up in a straight line. Yeah, I totally agree. Like I, for ages, I used to think like you had to be happy every day to be living your best life, and that's just literally. not that's not achievable. Though I think no. it's doing little things every day that make your life feel feel much better, and like just doable like an achievable rather than putting this intense pressure on yourself to feel happy all the time a hundred percent and like I think um you know like even if like sometimes if you're having a bit a bad day just let yourself have that bad day like instead of just being like oh why am I why do I feel bad this is you know um this is awful and like you know there's times where like I had bad days and you're kind of like why why am I having a bad day and you you don't really let yourself have a bad day but you have to let yourself have a bad day sometimes but that's where I think gratitude is so important like for me like gratitude has only been in my life probably the last two or three years and it's the best thing I've ever found as in if I'm having a bad day I just have to look inwards and be like well what what am I truly like privileged enough to have that maybe someone else doesn't have or what am I thankful for to have in my life even on them not so good days yeah I, I totally agree definitely like um like I think even yesterday like my sister was kind of having a bad day and I was like kind of like me and me at some stuff to her I was kind of like because sometimes you kind of forget I was like look you know at least you know we have this and we have that and you know because when you're in a bad mood you kind of just kind of forget yeah and 
look at things you don't have and you forget yeah. about what you do have and stuff and what you should be grateful for so yeah I feel like you kind of focus in on the bad when you're having a bad day as well it's like everything's going bad when really not everything's oh, bad <laughs> definitely definitely when you're having a bad day like everything's bad even though it's not it's just your your mind thing games yeah just on the topic of that like what does like mental health mean to you like I seen that you had like you have a highlight on like mental health and stuff like that and you just seem really passionate about that oh yeah no it definitely is something I'm really passionate about and I think I used to talk a lot more about it on like during lockdown because I had lots of time and stuff but so basically like my passion kind of came from when I was young well so when I was younger I always I didn't have the best mental health growing up and then I was 18 and I just got really like sick like I was like really depressed yeah for like three or four months like it was like severe and then I never it kind of just came out of nowhere it was when I was doing my leaving cert and yeah I never thought I would get out of it like it was awful um but then I did recover and I always like I always thought that I wanted to help other people yeah so yeah that's where my passion came from and even to this day like it's something I'm so interested in um but yeah I'm always just trying to do more to help people that don't feel great or you know yeah. that are in a bad place you know just trying to help them know that it will get better and stuff you know I think people yeah. need to realize that there is light at the end of the tunnel because that was yeah. the same as me like I only started I got really depressed when I was about 22 after I Did had you yeah I had a really bad long-term um relationship okay. that ended, yeah and it just kind of spiraled after that and I, got, I became really depressed started to yeah. suffer with anxiety and panic attacks but I think it's when you take that and you're like do you know what there is light at the end of the tunnel even though it feels like there isn't Oh God, um, I know. At the time, we're like, this yeah. is never going to end, and you just can't see any hope. But there always is. Yeah, there. You know? No, no, but there always is hope. Yeah. You're like I was like that as well. I genuinely thought this is me. This is my life now. I'm stuck like this, and I'm never going to yeah. get out of it. That's yeah. why I think like no, knowing your mindset as well, like having an optimistic, optimistic mindset over like a fixed mindset is so important. Yes. Yeah. And, and like it, it kind of becomes a habit like it's not like you know you don't just try it a few times like you, you kind of have to keep doing it for it to become a habit oh genuine yeah. yeah definitely yeah. that's a non-negotiable for me every day to like w- do one thing to work on my mental health whether it be journaling having a bath you know just do one bit of self-care for yourself because like life is busy and everybody's life is busy but I think it's important to honestly focus on your mentality because without your mentality you genuinely have nothing exactly you can't do anything but about self-care I feel like like when I think about self-care I don't think I did self-care before like COVID I think COVID taught me to do self-care yeah. that you, was like, the same as me though like I never would have been into like journaling or listening to like motivation speeches me or either anything. like um, yeah me either I never did I never did journaling before like now I have like a every day I do like journaling I have like a gratitude journal and I have like kind of like a daily planner but like before yeah. COVID like I, I just kind of would have been like oh no what's the point but like if I don't do it for a few days like I just feel a bit weird like and then I feel oh, a lot better you know but especially if you're having a bad day it's great just to put pen to paper and like literally yeah. do a brain dump of everything that's bothering you and then just everything it and anything and oh it's the yeah. best it's the best feeling ever just ripping it up and burning it <laughs> I know I know I think I did that with my sister's one before you know and the full being there and you burn the paper yes like, oh my god yeah. I'd recommend anybody to go to them full moon. I went to one in Kalini before and oh it was so God. good. 
Oh my God. I, I did one as well. It was on Port Marnock Beach. Um, they are the best things ever, aren't they? Yeah. Oh my God. But it's like genuinely, it's actually scary. I done it in Jan. I think it was January I done it. And I genuinely am scared of what I've let go of and what has actually manifested into my life. Like literally. And- oh, like you don't actually realize until I think I found a piece of paper a few months ago and it was like of my goals for life. I think it was last year or the year before. And like, I forgot about this piece of paper and all the goals I actually like had achieved but like I didn't know until I found that piece of paper so but that's exactly yeah. it that's why I really strongly believe in mindset because whatever you focus on grows so if you're going to focus on the positives on your goals that's going to attract more into your life but if you're going to focus more on the negatives you're just going to keep getting negative after negative exactly exactly and like I think um I think the first proper book I read where it kind of described all of that was The Secret, like years ago. I found oh, it. I love it. <laughs> oh, it's like that. I think that was like the foundation for a lot of people, that book. I think that kind of, for me, that kind of started it all. But um, actually, what am I reading at the moment? I'm reading Stephen Bartlett's book and it's so good. Happy Sexy Millionaire, is yes, it? Yes, it is. I've read it. It's absolutely brilliant. Oh, it's so, so good. Um, his yeah. podcasts are brilliant as well though like he just talks so much sense do you know what i haven't um listened to them yet but i'm gonna go for a walk and i've seen because the sun is shining and Ooh, I have, lovely <laughs> oh i'm actually so excited like it's little things like that isn't it um yeah. i have a lot of them saved so i'm gonna listen to this, yeah some of them appreciate the small things like a bit of sunshine i have a bit of cloud here today but oh, i'll appreciate stop. that there's no rain <laughs> oh but you know what dublin is normally sunnier than like down south so you know yeah <laughs> oh my god but you know I think tomorrow's supposed to be sunny in Dublin so that's good and like yeah Paddy's Day is supposed to be good in Dublin so that's for good. St. Patrick's Day Paddy's Day will be absolutely jammers <laughs> oh stop I know I'm like I'm like almost afraid to go near town but we'll see what happens oh we'll I, I know yeah and um, yeah. just another thing on the topic of like mindset and stuff like that what do you think about the saying what's meant for you won't pass you by I definitely believe in it like looking back through life and like seeing things where like I didn't understand at the time like whether it was like like not being friends with certain people anymore or like getting turned down from jobs or not doing as well in exams like I think when you look back it makes a lot of sense and you're like oh thank god that happened because now like I've taken this road so like I feel like it will always like work out for you like what's meant to be will work out for you but like it's hard to believe that at the time like if you get turned down for, from something or if you're going through like a bad week or a bad one so you're like oh my god um and you're just like this is a load of you know yeah um, but when you do look back it makes a lot of sense but it's hard to make it's hard for it to make sense I th- like, yeah I think it's, you know I think it's more hard to accept in the time when things are gone bad but I genuinely think rejection and anything is literally redirection literally like, yeah literally I remember I was going through a breakup and I know you mentioned breakup as well I'm yeah. like oh I listen to millions of podcasts. Sinead Haig, like I love her. <laughs> her podcast like helps me so yeah. much. Um, but yeah, rejection is redirection. Yeah. Um, a hundred percent. You know. But I don't like. I don't even believe in failure anymore. I used to always think, oh, I'm a failure if I don't do this. Like, I don't I think anybody fails. I think, I think failure actually is if you don't try at all. That's failure. Yes. Yes. Definitely. So, like, definitely stepping out of comfort zones and trying anyway, and just oh, like, and what's it, the worst that's gonna happen to you? Like, literally, and like when you do step out of your comfort zone, like no matter if you fail or not, or you achieve something, like even just the feeling of stepping out of a comfort zone, like, is always gonna feel amazing. 
yeah but it's scary as well so it's it's, oh, it is. it's having that mixture of being excited but also in, like trying to embrace that fear rather than running away from it I know and it, it's so much easier said than done oh, 100% it just um, makes you a better person and more confident and, I definitely you know I definitely agree on the topic of breakups while we touched upon them what did you find were your like coping mechanisms for like going through a breakup just for anyone that's kind of for their own little because breakups are horrible like you know I was just gonna say like one thing they should teach us in school is how to do a breakup because I feel like it's one of the hardest things to deal with through life like honestly I think because I was, I think because I had already went through one, it kind of helped me for like coping mechanisms for my second breakup. Um, yeah. So I always remember that. I think it's so important to surround yourself with friends and family and Definitely. focus on them and keep yourself busy and try to stay offline because that can be hard. Um, oh, totally. oh, the gym was like a massive help. I just threw myself back into the gym. And I feel like you'll never be as motivated in the gym as when you're going through a breakup. Yeah, or go change your hair or something. Something wild. Literally. <laughs> oh, my God. And Oh, actually, I'll mention her again because she's amazing. Sinead Higgs' podcast really helps um, when you're going through breakups. Like, Yeah, she's great. What? She's actually someone I'm manifesting onto my own podcast. So oh, you will. You have her on someday. <laughs> I remember one day I... I was in, I, I love her, like I was in the gym and I just bumped into her and I was like, and we went for a coffee, it was like the best no, day ever. Yeah, yeah. nice. And she's just as nice in person, like she's, she's even just as nice in person, yeah. so, you know. She's but a what, very inspiring person though as well, like she's helped definitely a lot of people as well. Oh, like, I'd say if you had it on paper, like there's probably, there's probably thousands of people, like, like thousands and thousands, like, of people that she's helped, you know? Yeah, 100%, I totally agree. But what do you think help you through breakup I, I always find it really interesting to like ask other people I think right it's definitely about acceptance like you kind of just have to accept that like you're gonna be sad you're gonna have to cry you're gonna have to feel all the pain yeah. because it's like for me I describe it as the pain like it's the worst pain in the world it's like mm-hmm. favorite person in the world has died but they're still alive yeah. that's that's, how- a, that's what it, that's what it feels like and like sometimes you feel so sad that like it starts getting physical like you have like pains in your stomach you have like headaches like oh but that's definitely all real like you know that's but you know what it is I try to bring myself back to the reality and it's like okay well what well obviously I didn't do it at the start but I do it now and yeah like when you're halfway through the process of it's like it's all nostalgia like you fantasize a relationship in your head and you're like well what was the actual reality of the relationship would that relationship have ever been like that that is so true and like you know it, it can be really hard when you remember all the good things but then when you start to remember all the bad things it does help you a hundred percent yeah yeah I think like just genuinely channel all your energy into yourself and it's so hard at the start like I mean like I used to go on like dating apps and all thinking that would make me feel better and it just oh, doesn't. same so I oh just, my god stop like honestly I just think focus on yourself like focus on open your own lifestyle the gym helped me a lot your job like your own appearance your own self-care and just channel all that energy into yourself and realize once you let go of that attachment to that other person it's so freeing because they don't have like don't ever allow a person have that much control over you exactly and just think of the breakup glow off (laughs) yes that's exactly it everybody goes through a glow up after oh my god everyone it's the best glow off ever you'll never have a glow (laughs) up like it 
<laughs> but you know what I realized when I like from just being single it's like this is your life no like you don't have to worry about anyone else it's just what you want to do with your life and I just I know so I actually in. like for once I actually love being single um like I used to always think when I was younger I was like oh my god I have to be in a that relationship was the same me, yeah. it's mad like but now that I'm single I'm like I want to be single for another few years like I'm almost afraid of myself I'm like I want to be single for I, that's years what I, that's what I always say I'm like it'll take me a long time to settle down with anybody do you know like you'd want to be like oh geez. oh but you know what like I think after you get so hurt through a breakup you're just that's you know and like it like you're kind of afraid that you like build up these walls but like if you do so what like just enjoy yeah, life I just feel like that's exactly it don't go out look I read this thing the other day and it was like don't go out looking for love like fall in love with your best friend or something or maybe yeah. just enjoy your life go out with your friends like do your college do your job you know like work on yourself and just continue yeah. to work on yourself because at the end of the day the only person that you ever have is you like exactly I, I totally agree and like put that love back into your like family your friends your pets like because sometimes yeah when you are in a oh, relationship, I have a dog <laughs> oh I I my dog she was he was old and she died last year so we're, oh, we're yeah she was, her name was Hazel she was gorgeous but I think we're going to rescue another one but at the moment I have we have a cat and I feel like he's so lonely so he like plagues the life out of, of everyone <laughs> <laughs> I love him yeah. oh that's so yeah. yeah but definitely I totally agree with what you're saying is focus on the positives not the and I know that sounds so like oh my god like that's easy for you to say yeah with the other side but yeah. and you focus on what you can control like yourself your job you know go change your hair if it's going to make you feel better because I'm telling you it does <laughs> exactly but I, I think there's like for, I think like the first like three months or so are the hardest and like definitely you know you let yourself feel like sad and go to the gym and, take, that, and do whatever helps you yeah you that would be yeah. my main advice is don't brush it under the carpet I remember yeah. when I first started going through my breakup I just went out every weekend and done things yeah. to distract myself like I would oh, just yeah. say avoid that because that lingers the pain for longer exactly and it, it makes the healing process longer and it definitely doesn't help like yeah a whole yeah time. yeah well, on the topic of like relationships and like them controversial kind of topics, what is your opinion of like dating apps like Tinder? Oh, do you know what? I I just never was a fan. Like, I don't know no. why. I just like I think it's because I met my two exes in person. Now I have yeah. like this kind of thing where I'm like, no, I want to meet someone in person because I don't know why. But I feel like life is so much online these days where it's like the one part yeah. of my life where it's like if I'm supposed to meet someone, I'll meet them in person. That's just me. And yeah, I just feel I like that as well. dating apps have wasted so much of my time. So I'm just, what do you think? I'm the same. I only ever ended up on dating apps out of boredom or yeah. like seeking, almost seeking validation as well. I'm not going to yeah. my ego. No, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, like, why? Yeah, the, the dating apps were never all about going on and finding like the love of my life or whatever. No. Cliche as it is. But I always just done it out of boredom and I just think I'm totally like that I'm real like traditional like you as well like I, if I'm supposed to meet someone I'd rather meet someone in person yeah that's that's how I feel as well and it's like you know when I did go through that last breakup like last year um I think I kind of needed a bit of a confidence boost so I was just like swiping away like yeah all these compliments. <laughs> <laughs> the poor boys on the other side <laughs> oh I know but do you know what I'd say half the people on like the likes I've only ever had experience with tinder but I'd say half the people on it are, feel the exact same I think so I don't think anyone actually goes on tinder being serious like anymore I know it's kind of just all a bit of a joke with Sherlock. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. Whatever you're into and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
on the topic of like dating and stuff like that what do you what's your opinion of like a girl shooting her shot oh I think like go for it like I I'd be like that myself now like um whereas like well now I'm so focused on myself and like you know just because I kind of after last year and stuff that I, I I as one of my sisters say I don't have time for dating and I'm kind of like that now but I feel like when I do have time I would like if I see someone and I like I'm like hmm I would definitely shoot my shot like 100% yeah. like, I don't care I would write to them on Instagram or whatever like and if the worst they can do is read and not reply or whatever you know I listened to this thing the other day this podcast and it's so true right we invest so much and say you're seeing someone for like three months and they're telling you oh look I don't want a relationship but they're still continuing to see you right and then think of the opposite so that's that's actually rejection them telling you that they don't want a relationship with you but you're continuing to hurt yourself by seeing that person and then on the opposite side of it you're afraid yeah. to go someone in a bar or text someone on Instagram there's more fear in that out of being rejected than the person you're actually seeing who's constantly rejecting you telling you they don't want a relationship with you do you oh, get that's it? so true actually Isn't I never that mad? yeah I never thought of it. I never thought of it like that that's actually a great point yeah that's why yeah. I think like going and sending someone a text or like go, the worst thing they can do is like see your message or not be into you and I think I used to be really offended if someone didn't like me back or something. Whereas now yeah. it's some people just aren't compatible and it's not a personal thing. I know, I know. And I, I used to always find like whenever I did try and shoot my shot or like go up to a guy, then it was like always the guys that like had were in relationships. And I was like, OK, so maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but it's he, human. Yeah. It's part of like, why does it have to be that traditional of where the man like ask the girl out or comes up to the girl do you know like why not exactly because men are shy as well like you know yeah so... but do you know with a few drinks and you who knows <laughs> exactly exactly and confidence goes through the roof then with that <laughs> exactly so shoot your shot girls yeah exactly. and boys <laughs> oh stop I can't think of anything else controversial in dating can you let me think um not right now oh I have I actually have one likes on Instagram how do you feel about that like social media kind of aspect likes on Instagram in what kind of way like what do you mean as like like, I remember I used when I was really insecure I used to get offended if the guy I was seeing was liking other girls photos whereas now I remember in my first relationship I was like that too like which is so like what I think goes through that phase yeah like you know it was um I don't know if does it happen anymore, but like, because you know, we now on Instagram, like a lot of people like turn off their like, so you can't like, you know, you, when you're scrolling through, it just says, you know, it doesn't say like, like, because it used to say like, liked by a certain person oh, and I others. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Pardon? I didn't even know that. I don't know. I feel like it's different for everyone because some people say their Instagram is like, their Instagram is different where you can like see like this person has like 200 likes or 300 likes. But like now for me, when I'm going through, it just says like, others isn't it others but yeah it used to say um it would say like you know instagram is smart like it knows who it would say like that boy whatever oh yeah was. yeah yeah and others and you'd be like and you'd be going through all these pictures and it was just like kill your soul yeah <laughs> you know i know like, i genuinely oh. think we shouldn't seek validation from likes on instagram either like i think that's no. very dangerous when i was very insecure that's what i done i saw a lot of validation from like social media and like texting and stuff like that yeah really- yeah yeah i think like we all go through that stage i definitely went through that stage when I, like, even a few years ago myself and like i think there's a lot of girls and like now younger girls or even girls our age like going through that and like that's just you know you're like you're almost just 
I, like even them a hug and be like no I think it's the generation of like it comes with maturity and age as well like when you're going from so young to finding your place in the world to actually being like learning all like that's what I mean we've learned all these lessons already from I know I know thank I feel like thanks to like podcasts and books and definitely yeah yeah I might probably still be going through did you you ever read that book why men love bitches no but it looks so good it looks so good stuff I agree with and then there's other stuff I don't necessarily agree with in the book itself um but it's just it's like a funny kind of humorous book to like yeah I think I'll give it a go like I feel like I have a list of books that like I have in front of me and I have three but no that one sounds really interesting yeah I know that one I heard that men are from Mars and women are from Venus is supposed to be good yes actually that's another book that I wanted to read yeah yeah yeah, so maybe one day here's just some tips for anyone who wants to um sort their relationship life out or their self-esteem <laughs> oh my god stop <laughs> I, just... I think it's a work and it's like it's a work in progress like I'm still not fully like healed or anything I think it's constant just working on yourself like I'm like that I'm like that as well I'm like I don't even have time to date I'm not even bothered with dating I know and it's, it's actually nice getting to that place in life you know after years of kind of being like oh no I need a relationship yeah you know oh, so it is nice. yeah I used to look at people being like oh my god how are they like 30 and don't have kids and are not married and I'm like oh my god like I don't even think I want that do you know literally literally like yeah. I used to be like um even a few years ago I was like okay well I'm 27 I have to be married and I have to have my first kid but now I'm like well I'm 27 I want to be traveling the world yeah <laughs> So the thing life isn't linear like you can't you can't plan or control that because you could be married at 27 but then your relationship could break down at 28 like do you know exactly which does happen a lot of people and like when it does it's just like but that's what that's what that's saying what's meant for you won't pass you by once you put in the work for stuff I think like if you're constantly working on yourself or working on your career and just focusing solely on yourself that's when things will come your way I think exactly there was actually actually Stephen Bartlett put up a really good quote yesterday about um society and like you know society I can't remember the exact quote but it was like society shouldn't expect you to be in a relationship it, it should yeah, expect yeah. you to like be happy in yourself and oh, I can't remember but that, it was that's a scary thing as well though some people stay in relationships for comfort and fear of being alone like I couldn't imagine living a life where I'm just in a relationship where I'm comfortable like I don't want yeah. that but I I feel like I've done that myself before where it's like I have. <laughs> you don't want to face um you don't want to face the pain of breaking up even though you know yeah. like it's not 100% so you just stay in it yeah and then I, like you know when you do break up it's so much harder so just, it is it is hard yeah. like I would rather go through short short-term pain than live the rest of my life in long-term kind yeah of, if that makes sense a hundred percent a hundred percent sometimes you don't realize it at the time no I totally agree um what does being confident mean to you then like because we're talking about confidence and self-esteem like what is your perspective on being confident within yourself I think for me being confident is like kind of like not necessarily knowing what you want in life but like knowing what you would like out of life and no, like kind of like knowing like your interests and knowing what you're good at but also knowing what you're not good at and just like being able to kind of make your own decisions and kind of not being swayed by the crowd and oh I love that yeah I think that's I know it's like different for everyone but I think for me like that's what confidence is and having a voice and yeah. not being afraid to say how you feel I feel like that's like a main a main part of it for me 
yeah it's definitely yeah. being able to step out of your comfort zone as well I think and just do things that make you happy rather than worrying about what everyone else thinks exactly like I think when you're younger you think confidence is like the person that's like the loudest in the room or the person that can come in and give a speech to everyone but like yeah then you learn like those people might be so not confident yeah that's exactly it like people can put on personas as well like of being confident like do you ever hear the saying fake it until you make it and my god did I fake it for a while until I genuinely was like no do you know what I'm actually content to myself yeah 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 like I was asked something the last day and someone gave such a good speech and after I was like well done your speech is amazing like you look so chilled out and they're like oh that was all an act yeah but that's you know sometimes you have to fake it to make your brain believe it sometimes exactly exactly follow um something completely different now like what's your experience of being an air hostess and like what advice would you give to someone wanting to pursue a career in it oh I love it like it doesn't even feel (laughs) like a job for me (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) no genuinely like I remember like before I used to say like I'd actually do it for free because like it feels like a hobby but um so advice on someone that would like to do it I'd say because I actually always get asked like I've like loads of dms of like girls and boys like younger than me and like it's so hard to get back to them all like I'm really bad at replying so I'm sorry but I try my best yeah it took us two years to get a podcast but we're here now oh no that's probably that's my fault is that but um so advice I would say like you know obviously if you're in school like you don't have to get like 600 points but like do your best because like they do do like background checks and they kind of ask for like leaving cert results but like you don't have to be amazing at school like I wasn't amazing at school yeah Um, and then I would say they like someone to have like a second language and yeah like you know you don't have to be fluent but like even if you're just good at like a second language it can come in handy and it's like good for interviews and stuff yeah um then they um I had done a year in nursing prior to me getting the job so they kind of like when people have like you know you don't have to have experience in like first aid and stuff and like if you do it's good and one of the main things would be like um you know the way you kind of a lot of people do these kind of little like smaller jobs when they're younger yeah like in school and college they really like when people have like customer service experience okay yeah and then like that's like I kind of just I was lucky to kind of get into it after doing one year in college but I know like one of my best friends actually did a course in I think it was like travel and tourism or it was something it was actually a PLC but they actually came to interview a few people from there so like I didn't even know about this at the time so there are good like PLCs and there are good courses that you can do as well after school if you're interested in getting into it that way and did you just apply then online or what way did yeah so I applied online now it is actually it is hard to get into um the process of like you know the interview process and the it's like long because you have like some online assessments and you have like a video interview and you have and then you've like the final interview um so it is kind of tough but I would say if you want to just keep going because I didn't get in on my first go because my video interview wasn't great because it's really hard to video interview but I tried again a few I think it was like a month or two later and then I got in amazing how long have you been doing it now so I started I think it was 20 was it 2018 I started but wow it doesn't feel like that long because because of COVID I was only flying maybe once a month when COVID hit um and then I had a few months off like a furlough because you know when there was like no flights but yeah of course I'm only going back full-time now actually I'm going back into training next week so like I'm only going back to full-time now like I haven't really I haven't flown in I'd say a year which is mad oh my god that yeah 
exactly covid just like derailed everybody's life though i think i know it did it did but like i feel like like looking back on it like there was a lot of good came out of it as well yeah of course yeah I feel like, like for myself, I was definitely living on airplane mode. Like, really? I was really, like, not in tune with myself, my emotions, okay. like, my, even my goals and stuff, yeah. like, I aspired to do. Yeah. Before, I, this yeah. is prior to COVID, I hit me. I think so, too, because, like, it kind of took everything away from us to, like, know what we actually want in life. And, like, yeah, like, totally so, like taught us so many things that we would have just not been grateful for before, brushed under the character. Yeah. Like, it kind of, like, shook us up a bit you know yeah I agree. it made people it made you pre- that's where the gratitude comes in as well made you appreciate what's important and what's really not literally like because like when I was younger I had no idea what being grateful was like no I used to, oh my god I must have been like the most annoying child like I used to give out about everything my parents used to be like be grateful but I didn't understand what they meant yeah but that, that, I've, I've actually created a program it's an emotional intelligence program um that I'd loved like I've taught it in schools before but I'd love oh wow brought in oh my god and so are you a teacher I am (laughs) yeah I like I knew that but (laughs) yeah do you so you you can like bring that program like have you taught it to children yeah yeah, I have I've done a personal development workshop so I was asked to do a personal development and this is where the idea actually spiraled and that's I, amazing I created a full adults program now as well for like oh my god oh I just love it like I love teaching it and I just oh my god yeah that, that's amazing because like I remember like that's something like that like we just did not get in school like when we were in school like yeah no I, I do it as part of a personal development workshop and it's like personal development like obviously what's emotional intelligence all about emotions how to deal with our values and boundaries breakups like all that sort of stuff I just I just created the whole program and I absolutely adore teaching it like that's something I'd be really passionate about oh my god yeah because there's nothing better than like you know working with your passion and like you know especially because like you probably like would be like me knowing that you would have needed that when you were in school definitely oh my god definitely it's something that needs to be taught and it's it's actually a gap in the education system that I think needs to be brought in but I just I know there there needs to be an extra class yeah like mental health yeah like well-being there is literally there is a well-being program in the school um that was brought in 2015 but I just don't think it's prioritized enough yeah no it's just kind of like taking a box you know for them yeah, I think, but I've but... done this with like boys like I, I work in an all boys school so I oh do you okay thought that they wouldn't okay. they wouldn't like this and they loved it so I was That's really, so good like, really yeah like it worked really good but anyway I won't keep you too long so I'll ask you one more question um what are, speaking of like younger kids what advice would you give to your younger self my younger self um I would say to like give myself more like give myself more compassion and um Definitely. just be kind to yourself and just know Don't your be, yeah know your worth because like I didn't know my worth when I was younger and um just to know that like whatever you want when you're younger like you will get there because like yeah I feel like when you're in school like I feel like it, it can be such a hard time and Definitely. don't put like pressure on yourself because like I feel like going towards like the leaving cert or even junior cert like everyone's like oh what do you want to do what are you putting on your CEO and like you've no idea what you want and I feel like you're just you want to do and you know so just like yeah don't put pressure you know because because like 
no matter what you want to do like you will get there and like there's so many back doors like there's so many ways of getting there like you don't just need to get like five million points you know I remember though I never got I wanted to originally be a primary school teacher and when I finished my leaving cert and I didn't get the grade in Irish I thought this was the end of the world that my career was over before it literally done. and I just think in school you need to remind like I constantly remind the kids that you are not that piece of paper like mm. you know what I mean like you're not that piece of paper it doesn't define you and you'll go on to do amazing things with your life like that is so true like and I'll, I'll use myself as a, a, an example because I actually I actually repeated the leaving cert. No way. Yeah, twice I ripped up my results and I started bawling, crying. Um, so I was like, I'm not going to get where I want. But like now looking back, like it meant nothing because now I am where I, I love being in this place. Like I love my job. Like I love yeah. where I am in life. And like that meant nothing to me. Like, you know, it just but kind I, of yeah, it's, ticked it's, a box. But, <laughs> you know, that was it. Yeah, because I was going to reset the le- the leave insert, the Irish leave insert. And then I was like, no, I'm not doing it to myself. I got into college. I'm just going to go to college. And here I am now, a secondary school teacher. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what See, that's, that's another amazing redirection. Yeah, that's exactly. Like, and like, I would not recommend repeating unless you have to, because oh, it just yeah. isn't nice. But the and like, I probably, yeah. I think there's more pressure in the leave insert than there is when you get into college. Like, I think yes. eventually. I think the leave insert should be half continuous. I know they have sort of half continuous assessment, but it's not enough. Oh, it's just too much pressure on anyone, like, you know. But when you get into, they don't even teach you life skills because when you no. get to college, you're like, what is this? And I know. You're left to do it on your own. I know. And you're just seeing so many subjects that, like, you might hate half of them. And it's just, like, I feel like actually I was thinking about my mom the last week. In, like, other countries like Germany, they kind of filter kids off into different areas that they're interested in earlier. Yeah. So, like, if, like say for example if a boy was interested in like I don't know engineering he, they kind of put them into like special schools for that instead of just being like here do all these subjects and which is you know. I think my friend is lives in Canada and they do like hairdressing and everything and beauty like they oh my god that's so cute like I just think Ireland is a bit still with tr- the traditional kind of yeah. way at the minute definitely um but yeah hopefully that'll change in the future <laughs> Oh, stop, because I still have nightmares all the time about me repeating the leaving cert for a third time. So <laughs> You've done it three times. I did it twice, but like in my nightmare, it's that I'm doing it a third time. Oh, I've had I've had dreams of like repeating it and it means that you're, it means something like you're really stressed or something when you're. It does. It does. Repeating the leaving cert. That's what my mom says because she has the same dreams and she repeated her. <laughs> but I think whenever I do have those dreams, I probably am stressed about without realizing so yeah definitely so okay um it's okay well what is your like favorite quote that you live by just something to kind of end the podcast on a night nice note and not a stress note my favorite quote god I have so many um well I like I have this like one word like tattooed on my my ribs it's just seren serendipity oh I love it yeah so it's like happy it's like there's like a long definition but the easy way to explain it is like you know finding happiness in places that like you would never have expected I love that yeah I love it as well um yeah that's so nice but then quote wise god I've there's so many I've so many favorite quotes um hmm I got a tattoo there about two months ago and it says miles to go but for yeah, for me, that basically means no matter how much darkness or bad times there is, there's always miles to go and there's light at the end. 
Yes, 100%. I loved it so much. I was like, there's always miles to go ahead of, like, just keep moving forward, essentially. Exactly. And, like, I can't can't think of a quote at the top of my head, but I just remembered something. It's like, if you are going through, like, a dark time in your life, it's like, hang in there because, like, at that time, you, you think, there's you can't see you can't see forward at all it's like the windscreen is blocked but like when you do get through that dark time like you so many experiences you meet so many people you travel to so many places yeah so many memories so many laughs I think we can put ourselves in this box sometimes and realize there's actually more to life like there's so much out there there's a whole world out there to experience exactly exactly and just you know hanging there and um you will experience all those amazing things you know like we actually the, I, I remember the quote now okay I think it is um not, not word for word but it's like um you have not lived some of the most amazing days of your life yet yeah I've seen it on yeah and stuff yeah brilliant I my favorite that's one of my, my favorite yeah. quotes my one of my favorite quotes would be wanting to be someone else is a waste of the person that you are so like we spend so much time comparing ourselves to other people when we really we should only compare ourselves to who we were yesterday exactly the caption or the quote now it's like being you is your your superpower yeah I love that it's something I love like that, that anyway like you know yeah um, yeah yeah thanks for taking your time to come on I really enjoyed that you're so welcome and sorry now it was two years later no but look two years too late yeah <laughs> no I'm only messing um so enjoyable. thank you so much for having me on I really enjoyed it and congratulations for doing your first ever podcast <laughs> oh thank you so much thank you so much I, I think that that's a sign for you to bring podcast, out your own so. podcast now as well about all your travel experiences yeah maybe I was I was actually always thinking about it but I'd say you're one of the first people I knew that had podcasts I think you really? had podcasts before podcasts were popular yeah I think so Oh yeah, I yeah, I kind of yeah. I think I brought mine out. It was a year ago, actually, on the eighth of March, I brought it, out, and it was International was Women's Day. So I was like, "What oh, a amazing!" <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, because I feel like a lot of people are doing them now, but like they are, they're really popular. But yeah. I love them. I love them. Um, but anyway, thanks so much for coming on, and I hope you have a lovely day. You're so welcome. You too, and I'll chat to you soon. Okay. Bye now. Okay, bye, bye-bye.